Welcome to the podcast series from the National Centre for Research Methods at the University of Southampton. In today's podcast, Professor Fiona Steele from the University of Bristol talks about research for the NCRM node LEMMA, looking at the issue of selection bias in the analysis of the relationship between mental health and being out of work. Well, there's been a a substantial amount of research on the the link between unemployment and health and uh, strong evidence of an association between unemployment and mental health. And uh, this is clearly of major public health significance, you know, given the increase in unemployment during the recession and also high prevalence of, of, uh, of poor mental health in the UK. So looking at um, previous work, we saw that there were sort of two gaps in the literature. Um, firstly, um, many studies had had rather limited information on adult health. Um, they perhaps only had one measure taken during adulthood. So there was often a, a long gap between the experience of unemployment and when health was measured. So we thought that much more could be done using panel data um, because there you have annual measures of employment and of health. And that makes it possible to look at how change in employment is related to subsequent change in mental health, but over a one-year period. The second area that we thought we could work on was um, allowing for selection biases. Now, previous work just shown awareness of this, but have used, has used fairly simple adjustment methods to allow for it. And, and we wanted to see then whether using annual data and better adjustment for selection biases, we'd find such a strong relationship um, as in previous research. So tell us then what specifically uh, you went on to look at and why. Well, we, we looked at the effect of changing employment status over a one-year period on mental health at the end of the year. Um, we looked at the effects of, of any type of change of, of employment status, but our main focus was on moves between unemployment and, and employment. So that is both job loss and conversely moves out of unemployment back into employment. Uh, and the method of analysis we use adjusts for two uh, broad types of selection effect, which has been discussed quite widely in previous work. Now, the third kind of selection effects is often referred to as reverse causality, uh, because we might think of unemployment affecting mental health, but perhaps there's also a relationship going in the opposite direction. You know, perhaps people who are in poor mental health have got an increased chance of being out of employment. So that's the first type of selection. The second type of selection arises when there are some factors that we haven't adjusted for in the analysis which influence both a person's employment status and their mental health. Now, we'd expect that both of these types of selection will inflate estimates of the effects of job loss on mental health. So it made the relationship look stronger than it actually is. So the, 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 the main aim of our research was to look at these selection effects and see what impact they had on the relationship of interest. So where did your data come from? What, what information did you have to, to make use of? What, what sort of information were you able to come by and from where? Well, we used uh, data from the British Metal Panel Study, and that gave us information on around 9,000 men over an 18-year period. Uh, that's from 1991 up to 2009. 
And these men were interviewed every year, and we had information on their employment status at the interview. And the, me the measure of mental health that we used is a self-reported measure, very widely used. It's called the General Health Questionnaire. That's a, uh, a widely used screening instrument for uh, distress and anxiety. So those were the two main measures that we used. And from a methodological perspective then, how did you go about looking at that data in order to account for the concerns that you had about this whole issue of selection bias? Well, we, we made a number of adjustments for selection and then we, we looked at the impact that each one had on, um, on estimates for the effect of job loss and also of returning to employment on, on mental health. So if I just go through what, what, those, what those adjustments were, well, well, first of all, and in common with what other studies have done, we adjusted for uh, a person's mental health before they had any employment change. And that gives us a, an adjustment for this reverse causality problem. But in addition, we made two further adjustments. The, the first was that we allowed explicitly for mental health to have an effect on employment change, so this reverse relationship. And secondly, we allowed for the possibility that there could be some unmeasured factors influencing a person's mental health and that they could be related to unmeasured factors influencing their employment change. So putting that all together, what did you find and, uh, and what would you say this tells us about the links then between mental health and, and being out of work? Was there any difference from the previous research? Well, we, we actually found that, that um, job loss has a, has a detrimental effect on, on mental health, while moving out of unemployment has a positive effect. So that, that is in line with, with, with previous research. And also we found that while allowing for these um, unmeasured factors um, that could influence both employment and mental health, while they did reduce the size of the effects, it didn't do it uh, substantially. So these effects that we found in both directions um, were, were very strong. Um, interestingly, though, we found a much bigger effect of allowing for selection on estimates of the effect of being out of the labour market. That's, that's not being un, um, in employment and also not looking for work. Uh, and this makes sense because a high proportion of those men uh, are out of the labour market because they're long-term sick and more likely to be depressed. So if you're interested on those transitions in and out of you know, this economic inactive group, selection bias is a real, is a real problem, but it's not if you're looking at um, the effects of moving between employment and unemployment. Does your work then tell us something about the best approach to, to take when examining these sorts of issues? Is there a, a sort of a main takeaway? Well, ours was the, it's the first attempt to take into account both of these types of selection bias and to actually investigate what impact that has. Um, but I think in general, I'm, I'm a firm believer in comparing results using different study designs and, and also different methods of analysis. And you know, in, in this case, our findings are consistent with other research, even though they've used very different studies and, and also different methods of analysis. Um, I think important, importantly, it's useful to compare findings using different types of longitudinal study because they have different strengths and weaknesses. So an advantage of the panel data that we use is that it gives you regular um, measurements on both employment and health. And so that allows you to look at how change in one affects change in the other. 
But these studies usually start in adulthood, so you don't have information on um, early life experiences, family background. So these are the sorts of unmeasured factors that I was talking about earlier that are likely to affect both your employment um, chances and also uh, mental health. But if you look at, say, birth cohort data, which a lot of other studies have used, um, they do have that, that information, you know, very rich data sources, but you have few measures in, in, uh, in adulthood. So I think if you, if you carry out research using both of these types of study and you come to similar conclusions, then that, that's uh, it's very strong evidence. And just finally, Fiona, what are your own plans for taking this research further or this type of work further? Well, I, I think the main area for, for future research would be to try and unpick um, what it is about being unemployed that um, has this detrimental effect on mental health. So I, I think we can, we can say that there is a strong relationship there, but we haven't looked at what the pathways are. I mean, an obvious pathway is going to be through... Um, unemployment changing a person's financial circumstances. But other possible pathways are effects on self-esteem, for example. So there needs to be further work to better understand, you know, what that link is. Um, I think one other area that we, we would want to look at is to carry out a similar analysis for women. We've only looked at men. Um, but women, um, uh, that would involve a more uh, complex analysis because you'd want to take into account whether they have dependent children. And if they do, you'd want them to distinguish between full and part-time work. Adjusting for selection bias in longitudinal analyses of the relationship between employment transitions and health using simultaneous equations modelling is by Fiona Steele, Robert French and Mel Bartley and it's due to be published in Epidemiology at the end of 2013.